Welcome to Life in Full Expression with me, your host, Beth Wolf. In this show, we will explore, elevate, expand, and learn how to live your best life. Have you ever wondered what it feels like to live your life in full expression or create an expansive vision for your future? Get ready to be energized to fully express yourself, discover your heart's clarity for dynamic direction and life decisions, and develop your unique capabilities so you are delivering your ever-increasing capacities into your world. Join me, Bath Wolf, and unleash the limitless capabilities of your soul, experiencing amazement, collaboration, fun, and purpose. Life in Full Expression starts now. Welcome, everybody, to Life in Full Expression. So excited to be here with you guys today. And we are going to be exploring, elevating, and expanding about abundance today. Mastery of abundance. Coming from awareness of abundance and creating a vision of abundance. This is a skill set that I was somewhat aware of, but really didn't know how to do it until about eight years ago, until my mentor, Mary, and along with, you know, so many other amazing metaphysicians taught me how to tap into really the laws of the universe and how things work. One of them, the law of attraction, the law of thinking, the law of vibration, hadn't really even thought about the names of those. So my intention today is really to help you guys to have a greater mastery of abundance and that you would love to join me in this endeavor because as long as I'm taking breath in this body, I am going to be in this amazing mastery of abundance and in abundance so without further ado let's get going here and before i do that you guys i'm just going to look over here real quick and put my computer on do not disturb because i didn't do that and now i'm back here with you guys so one of the things that i work with a lot with clients is writing a vision of abundance now, how to write a vision of abundance is actually a pretty skillful technique, and there's there's tools to it. I found that before I was aware of the law of thinking, the law of vibration, that I would write goals from a state of scarcity and lack, um, not knowing that I was even doing that. So what we want to do is come from writing a vision that is clear and a coherent vision of really what you would truly desire. And I'm going to teach you some techniques of really that it is a living document and how to hold it energetically and emotionally. Because how, how many of you guys can relate to this, that you've been writing your goals over and over and over again and they don't manifest. I have experienced that in my life as well. So the secret that I have found to really help me with that is it is a living document. I get to nurture it daily, just like I would nurture a little sprout, a seed with great soil, water, sunlight, and emotionalizing it, that I'm literally charging my body. So that I'm really, basically helping my body be a vibrational match frequency to that a very vision and that life in full expression well today in this episode i want to spend again this time on mastering abundance and a key element about recognizing that all of us could take an opportunity to write a very famous phraseology that we've heard from martin luther king that I have a dream speech. So invite yourself to write a vision that you have a dream. So in other words, if you are already living this life in full expression of rhythm and harmony, what would it look like in each one of your seven dimensions of life in full expression? Physically, emotionally, intellectually, occupational, your career, um, environmentally, not only outside of your body, but inside your own mind, and then your social and relationships. So if you and I have a dream that your life is happening a certain way, I invite you to put words into it that are emotional and energizing. Not like, you know, it'd be good. It'd be good, Beth. Yeah, it'd be cool. Yeah. You know, if you think about some of the highlights in your life and where they've been, you wouldn't describe them that way. You would just be going, that was the most epic, you know? 
adventure of your life. So let's look at what it looks like for you and I to, to describe to the infinite intelligence that's all around us. The because we're not in rooms with empty space. So we're going to describe it to the energy around us, the universe, the life that you and I want to create in full expression. And because our mind, you may be very familiar with this, it thinks in pictures. The more accurate we are in the pictures that we are actually holding, the easier it is for us to create a vibrational match to those pictures. Now, notice that I use the word holding. That means that we are in touch with it often, that we are holding it. We are holding an image. We're holding a form for it. You don't just write your goals or write your dream and never look at it again until you think, oh, you know, it's manifested. How often has that really happened that you just write it down and forget about it? Uh, so far, I haven't experienced that. So if you and I are vague in our pictures and we're vague in our thinking, we will be incoherent in our vibrational match. And emotionalizing it and energetically taking charge of it, we're really activating more our heart chakra to really activate what our mind can be thinking and feeling and imaging rather than being really led by our old paradigms. So it always feels like, it may always feel like this, that with your, your goals, it may feel like you're trying to get someplace. We are always trying to get something instead of making our vision, our dream, our life in full expression welcome. That becoming a vibrational match to that, which we say, I heard, you know, famous physicist Billy Carson yesterday on his Instagram was talking about when we're in coherence of these kind of things, that we can actually have a greater awareness of the opportunities that may be all around us. But if we're not in some kind of vibrational match and have coherence of those images, that opportunity may just pass us by and we don't even realize it. So we can't really become a vibrational match until we are beginning to think and feel in coherence with that. And that gets to be, we get to become very clear about this. And this is one of the primary stages is that we're opening ourselves up to the experience of a greater, freer abundance that demonstrates in all aspects of our lives, in all the seven dimensions. And I can recall taking a trip to the, the great, um, the Grand Canyon about three, four years ago and looking out at that vastness of abundance of that canyon and uh, found a rock and wrote that on the rock, that freer, fuller, more expressive abundance and just sat there and looked at those words, brought those in as I was actually experiencing in nature the abundance that I was looking at. It was a really great moment as I just sat there and took all that in. So when you and I are writing a vision for ourselves, it's so beneficial that we allow ourselves and make welcome a clarity. Sometimes the clarity, if you notice that it constricts you, I would invite you to have clarity that might be more general. I know I'm telling you to be clear, but if you ever listen to Abraham Hicks as well, she talks about that as well as, you know, if it gets too detailed and you feel constricted, you're actually cutting off the flow of that coherence. So I can invite you to really look at it as general too. Um, remember that your vision is a living document and that you want to be writing this um, maybe for your 90-day vision, it might be for a six-month vision, maybe a one-year, a five-year vision. And again, you get to hold it energetically, emotionally. And also another thing that my mentor taught me, Mary, was really to hold it with open hands and saying that it's this or something greater still. Because, you know, not everything may be flowing into our mind at that time. But I want to say that you would never change this document according to some conditions and circumstances like 
I don't want to invite you to change this document, this living vision document out of fear. You don't want to change it out of worry and you don't want to change it out of tension and you don't want to give up and you don't want to change it to this condition or this circumstance or that situation. That's not where we want to come from because those energies, when we're changing our vision according to those energies, those are defined as lower energies, you know, these big wave amplitudes that move really slow. And sometimes that's why it takes you years, if not decades, to manifest something in your life is it's a lot of push energy and a lot of low vibration. Did not have this awareness about eight, 10 years ago. So it's when we lose perspective or lose our sense of authentic awareness and really we begin to vibrate really with these conditions. Now we're in coherence of limited ideas, conditions, circumstances, things at the level of fact. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit as we go through this episode. So it's easy to vibrate with, you know, the default of life, the common hour thinking, you know, what the heck, you know, you know how it goes. And that's why you and I, the opportunity as we write this dream is to shore up our thinking so that you remember that the truth, even in the presence of painful conditions that you may be going through today, whether it's emotionally, financially, in your health, that we're not revealing our authentic self to the truth. And uh, that's a truth with a big T. And they will because everything is, right now you would be looking at everything from the physical realm. And that's a reflection of our current state of mind. And you and I are the master of our own states of mind. So with this, I have a dream and this living document, that's where the transformation can come from. Really, you know, you've got caterpillar thoughts and you can transform them into butterfly thoughts where you have a freer, fuller, more expansive state of mind. So you and I, we're the master of the power place of where we're thinking. So what we're talking about today is abundance and about the recognition of our ability our innate ability to experience and express whatever we choose this takes skill one of the great stories that my mentor took was just a fun reminder of the movie harry potter and he is a wizard in training period where he bears the mark of the great one remember that if you've watched the harry potter movies and you and i have that mark as well and we're also in training just like harry potter in our own training of life so you and i are developing and understanding the capacities that we have and there's an essence like a metaphorical magic wand that i'm introducing to you about coming from an awareness of abundance and when the all the dementors in the Harry Potter movie, like the scary things that came at him, those scary thoughts, if you let them really kind of get stuck on you, they're going to suck the life force right out of you like you saw in the Harry Potter movie where they were just sucking the life right out of him. So Harry Potter learned to think different thoughts a happy thought. In other words, he put himself in a good vibration, a different frequency, and from that vibration, he can actually dispel the darkness. Um, and so this is in fairy tales, right? It's a, it's a spiritual, it's in spiritual books, it's in modern science, all of this, that a higher domain thought actually taps out or displaces a lower frequency thought or a thought that you know that's not in service of my dream that's not in service of a life in full expression for me and through me almost like a holographic universe and you know this anyway we're just helping you to remember that today so with that introduction about creating a vision from awareness and an abundance of awareness Next up after this break, I'm going to be sharing some more exploration and experimenting yourself with allowing yourself to experience some abundance. And the first thing that we're going to look at after this short break is 
the number one thing that we want to come in tune with and aware is we're going to defy the trance of scarcity. So let's take a short break and I'll be right back and we're going to dive into debunking this trance of scarcity. Be right back. Imagine if you were truly flourishing, how would your financial expansion impact the world? Author of Money Come Dance with Me, Gail West, is an internationally known speaker, creative catalyst, and business intuitive at Success with Soul. Work with Gail to create a new relationship with money as your friend. Link the soul of your business to the business of your soul with programs like Sacred Money Mastery, Akashic Records of the Soul, and more. To receive a healing money meditation, go to successwithsoul.com today. Have you ever had a painful family memory you are not sure how to heal? Tune in to Family Healing with Rose each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. We are told we can't choose our family, but what if that family is not the one we would have wished for? Once a month, Dr. Pat and Rose engage in a discussion surrounding healing and family, showing you how to take true ownership and responsibility over your own energy. For more information, visit FamilyHealingWithRose.com. Is it time you finally did that thing you've always wanted to do, or did it way better, or fixed that problem you've been having for ages? It is time to build something incredible with Sam Bell as your coach, educator, and healer. You've heard her on the Angel Empowerment Show, and she is committed to helping you to stop existing and start living. Book coaching, healing, or angel card sessions at sambellinspired.com. Tune in to Knowledge Book Radio with host Marge Patasek, the fourth Tuesday each month at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Through many experiences, Marge was led to the Knowledge Book, a gift to humanity in its transition to the golden age that provides truth and answers. She now shares information from the Knowledge Book with you monthly on TransformationTalkRadio.com on Knowledge Book Radio. For more information, visit USA.TheKnowledgeBook.net. Get empowered. Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to Life in Full Expression. In this next segment, we're going to talk about define the trance of scarcity. There's a lot going on in the world, but you know, I went to some training with my life coaching starting over eight to 10 years ago. And I remember them flashing up several front page covers of Time and Newsweek. And then they revealed to me that it was like three decades ago. And I'm like, oh my gosh, nothing has changed in our mindsets of scarcity than 30 30 years ago, it's still the same. And it really opened my mind to maybe I might be under a trance of scarcity as well as the common hour thinking of our, really our entire world. So bit by bit, your mind, my mind, my state of mind, we can transform the scarcity, this trance of scarcity into abundance. So things I wanna talk about in this particular segment is, there might be some competition for your attention, right? They're coming after you, Think putting scarcity, putting fear, putting all this into you. And in this episode right now in this segment, I want to help us stay in the right frequency, your frequency of a dream, your frequency of abundance and awareness. And this not only takes a skill set, but it also takes some um persistence, some commitment that we're going to talk about. And those are both two key components. Well, I want to tell you a little bit about a story. I, you know, stories help us remember things, right? This was a story that I learned about from Stephen Covey. And it was about an experiment that an economic professor did. And it's a true story. He decided he wanted to teach his kids about his students about abundance and that there was no lack in the universe about how energy transmitting it 
is a constant in the universe. Now, the economic theory is based on a perception that is erroneous. So hang in there with me. He actually made a deal with the university that he was able to have an exploration for, just try this, for one semester, one term. And it was a university that operated on those term systems, 13 weeks, and it was a 400 level class, which meant that it was a senior college level class. And people signed up expecting much more in-depth economic theory, if you know what I mean, and much more research-based class. Now, when I attended University of Puget Sound, where I went, I actually took a political theory class and took international politics and we didn't do this in, in my class. So this is what this professor surprised his students with. He said, this is going to be a class in economics and we are going to do something different. He said, what you are going to learn to do this term is pottery. He drew a line right down the center of the class and he said, you're going to be in group A and you're going to be in group B. And your job will be at the end of these 13 weeks to make one really fine ceramic pot. And your whole grade, in fact, your entire grade will be based on this quality of one pot that you make. So what he did is he gave them a 10 page printout to group A. And he gave group A where they could go visit beautiful pots and art galleries. Uh, they could go to websites and visit and see how kinds of pots that might be made. Uh, they could go visit a kiln and see what that is. And again, a bunch of list of art galleries. They could even research about the kind of clay and what kind of spinning, you know, those pots would be like. Where they could go and visit, you mean, different studios and watch artists make pots. Well, my actually my oldest daughter, Matty, is a, a, a ceramic, a pottery. And we went to Seattle and we went to this amazing shop over there and she's taking us down the aisles of all these different clays and she knew what they would end up looking like after firing. There was so much in this place. It was phenomenal. And so I've seen this firsthand. So this economic professor gave them all kinds of research, group A, just go research it and making one really fine pot. So that was for group A. Now for group B, your grade, he said, is going to be based on the quantity of pots that you make. And he said, I don't care what they look like. I don't care how big or how little they are. And then he gave them a range of sizes of pots, but he said, in general, I don't care how big or small, as long as they're within this range, your grade will be based on the quantity of pots that you make. So here we go. Group A, they get the based on quality. Group B is on quantity. And after 13 weeks, of course, was a kiln in a pottery studio at the university so they actually got to practice this and he actually did this experiment for three years total and an interesting happened is that every single time the quality pots came from the quantity group researching about how to make a great pot visiting galleries and great pots are studying about the kind of clay all of that it didn't make a great pot not at all. Here's what it is. It's for you and I getting out there, getting our hands dirty, and just throwing pots. The more pots the people threw, and by throwing it, it means that you, you know, you put that clay on the wheel, you get some water on your hands, and you get your hands dirty, and you get in there is making the quality pots. So it really not different than this kind of teaching where that's where more involved we are. The more you learn to experiment and really enjoy the process of this vision making, that you have a dream, um, it's really, are you willing to get that vision out? Are you willing to read it several times a day? Are you willing to say it? Are you willing to maybe start it out with, I'm so happy and grateful now that I am? I am is a very powerful statement for visions. 
and you begin to use the metaphysics uh, that you're learning just a bit about this in just this episode and not just studying about it, not just really looking at different kinds of words written about it. Rather, how do you actually apply it to life? So even doing this podcast right now at Transformation Talk Radio, which is a phenomenal network, so grateful for them. You know, I wanted to start my own YouTube channel, but guess what? I was just doing a lot of researching. I wasn't getting my hands dirty and really getting in here. And so now I'm, you know, I think this is my 31st episode with some encores, getting my hands dirty. Did I do it perfectly? No. And sometimes I still don't, but I'm out there doing quantity, throwing pots, doing this and practicing with it. So if you don't introduce and actually stabilize a thinking pattern, just like I would stabilize the clay on the potter's wheel, that it is stronger than our current thinking, our current paradigm that we may be coming from right now. Guess what? Our paradigm, our old patterns, they're gonna they're gonna win always because they're in absence of a higher frequency of your mind and they just go right back to the default position. So why is this so important to us? Because living a dream and living your life in full expression, how many times have you actually experienced maybe more abundance in your life, a higher level, and then it slips away? I don't know about you, but I definitely have experienced that. And so even resurrecting this a little bit more. I noticed I fell away in writing my journal, writing in my journal and my vision. And so resurrecting that and giving it more attention and living the dream, holding it energetically has become just a greater essence to me um, so that I'm not falling back to that default, that I can actually stabilize and recognize that abundance that I have and I can come from. So just wrapping this segment up, the message here is that Stephen Covey's story that he was sharing about the professor and the pottery and the economics class example is the bottom line is let's get our hands dirty. Let's keep trying. Let's keep throwing pots and let's have fun with the process, right? Perhaps even now you might be in some kind of mentoring or an online course and you might just feel you're not seeing the progress that you would like to feel and see. And you might be finding that your thoughts may be coming from a place that's not serving you. And it truly is, I'm finding more and more about the process of life. It's about throwing lots of pots, just really being in and doing it with a work ethic and then decide at the end whether it was really what I wanted to produce. And I've so enjoyed throwing many pots in my life metaphorically and getting my hands dirty. And so the clients actually that I've been serving over the last eight to 10 years, when they get their hands dirty and they're willing to experiment and they're willing to throw those pots in their lives metaphorically, they really do experience amazing results. It's actually kind of almost like a clearing out of what doesn't serve them so that they can make welcome the abundance that truly is them. So now as we bring this segment for a close, um, we're going to be back and I want to help you es really escalate and enhance your practice and learning how to distinguish between the level of fact, okay, what your senses are experiencing right now, and really the uncertainty and maybe the scarcity that's going on right now. And then I want to introduce to you your awareness of abundance and that we could come from that. So we're not going to deny at the level of fact that we feel uncertainty. But what if we could hold the image of abundance and awareness? So come right back after this short break, and we're going to dive into that in this next segment coming up. Be right back. Have you 
been on life's roller coaster trying to figure out what to do next? Then join Greta, Lee, Yvonne in the Realm of Beings each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Shake the dust off your wings and fly to the highest heights in your thoughts and actions. Express your greatness. Be a champion for yourself. And we'll see you there on Shifting Impressions Conversations with the Realm of Beings. Did you know that when we talk about the Earth's ecosystems, the most important ecosystem has been left out? You, we created the ecosystem approach to recapture human potential. Find us at theecosystemapproach.org. Join us every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time for the Ecosystem Approach Show with Jason and Patricia on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Champion your life with me, Leanne Champion. First and third Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. That new gym membership might help you get fit, but what about emotional fitness? Jump into the rushing waters of personal growth. Don't waste another minute feeling unfulfilled. Visit ChampionYourLife.com and let's do this together. Do you get stuck in that someday attitude? Living the same day over and over again with no action? The Becoming You Show, big ideas that inspire, impact, and influence your life with Leah Rowling is for you. Tune in every Friday at 11 a.m. Central on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This show will have you feeling inspired to take action with purpose and intention. For more information and to get in touch with me, visit www.LeahRowling.com. Take us with you on your morning commute. Download your favorite shows and listen anytime. Just visit TransformationTalkRadio.com. Welcome back, you guys, to Life in Full Expression. This segment, I'm going to be distinguishing between... Can I even say that word? Distinguishing between truth and fact. And how do we do that? And what am I what am I even talking about? I can remember when my mentor was telling me about that. I was like, okay, there's fact, there's truth. What what are you talking about? So at the level of fact is really what we are experiencing with our five senses. For example, the stock market, like if I look at my 401k, it's taken a little bit of a hit the last two years. How about your guys, if you have one, that the level of fact we are experiencing a certain kind of economy right now, which like I said in the introduction, if you looked at the the news covers of Newsweek and Time Magazine, it almost feels sometimes like history's repeating itself. So at the level of fact, we're not going to deny that, okay? We're not going to deny that, but we are going to do this. I would like to welcome you to deny the power of those facts to determine your future and my future. One of my truly favorite, favorite, um, amazing quotes that I used through my own experience of completing a 25-year marriage and sitting across the table during the divorce proceedings that, you know, that's just never fun. Um, I held, I wrote on a piece of paper and put it in my pocket, had it every single time I went into these negotiations was an amazing quote by Eleanor Roosevelt. And it said that all the water in the world cannot drown me unless it gets inside of me. Now, at this point of, of completing my divorce, it was literally like I saw my life partner change into somebody completely different. I was like, who is this person? And so my heart hurting, it was like, oh my gosh, if I just don't let those emotions in me, I'm going to be able to stay in these negotiations with a clear mind. And there was times that I would just pull it out and look at it in my lap 
All right, I would turn to my divorce attorney and I would just go, can we take a short break? Um, I want to talk to you about something. We go out in the hallway and she goes, what do you want? I'm like, I just want to focus on this quote right now. And I want to just feel this, that all the water in the world cannot drown me unless it gets inside of me. So unless we let the economy and the level of fact, you know, if it gets in us, it's going to affect us. So and a story about President Teddy Roosevelt. So he's the president of the United States in the early 20th century, and uh, it's during a very, very difficult time of World War II. And this is a story of how he calibrated his thoughts and his perspective. So he would go out on his veranda at night, and he would really be confronted with very, very difficult decisions that he was facing and um, maybe more than some people in the world. And so he would go out on the veranda of the White House and he would look up at the sky. And this was before they had the Hubble telescope. So he didn't, you know, have the knowledge of all the galaxies that were out there. But he would look up at the spiral galaxy and he would look up and it's, it's larger than the Milky Way. And it's one of a hundred million galaxies. Well, now we know there's maybe even more than that. But he would say that to himself several, several times, looking up at the expansive sky, just like I sat on the edge of the Grand Canyon and looked at that expansive abundance of the canyon. And he would basically change his thoughts and he would go there. Now I've made my problem small enough. And he would go into bed and have a restful night and be ready for the next day of major decisions that he would have to make. So it really comes down to, um, with perspective, he would carry on. So you could actually take what seems like a big problem and make it a small one by how you hold it and how it's going to shape you. So those, you know, we tell these kind of stories from very, very big problems because you and I could get in a mindset, well, let me tell you what's happening to me, Beth, and let me tell you what has happened, what this person did to me. So it's great for us to know that, you know, presidents and leaders of the world, um, how they shifted their perspectives so that they could go on and be amazing leaders. So I want to, in this episode, to those of you who have written a grand and glorious vision, that behind that is a paradigm of something different. When I work with clients and they begin to write their vision, they begin to blueprint it, it's really a fun time. And then comes the bridging, the gap. Because in order for us to really allow ourselves to manifest that vision and make it welcome, there's going to be those paradigms that are going to bubble up with something different. It's going to happen and it's not bad. It's almost like we've got to get rid of those in order to make welcome the true abundance. So you and I, you have a vision that is pulling you forward. And we have a paradigm that is arguing for its existence by the very fact that it is the material realm right now in your life. It's broadcasting its reality to you through your five senses, right? You're like, Beth, the level of fact, my life is this. Come on. I'm going to go, yes, it is. And you can listen to that five senses. You can listen to that paradigm from the feeling or you can continue to hold the image of your vision and let that be the predominant feeling and thought. So ultimately, it's a temporary reality held in place by our consciousness. And as soon as you really shape your consciousness, and here's the key element, you stabilize a different frequency that that's when reality shifts. And stabilizing a different frequency takes time, space, repetition. We can shorten that time and space, but it still takes that time, space, repetition. I have some clients that make quantum leaps because they really give their consciousness an attention. So let me give you a little bit of an easy example. 
Um, let's say that you're watching NBC on TV and you've been watching NBC for 10 years and CBS has been there all along, right? And, but in a minute, you really could shift your frequency from the frequency of NBC to the frequency of CBS. And now that you've shifted that and you're on there, you begin to stabilize that. And NBC reality has simply gone and the CBS reality has come up on the screen. So you've been watching this TV channel, you switch that channel to a new one, and now that reality goes away and now this reality is in front of you. It's, it's simple, but not as easy as that. It's as simple and common, meaning that it's simple for us to change a station, but sometimes not so easy when it comes to our paradigms because we've been holding a pattern as if, you know, holding the pattern of the NBC TV station and that reality and or the pattern of never having quite, it could be I never quite have enough or a pattern that never seems like my business could get off the ground. Um, maybe you want you take your scale, your business up into the millions, but it just keeps staying, you know, right below that million mark. That might be your reality when really it could be a multi-million dollar business. Or maybe it's your health, you know, it ends up being holding this pattern of reality when really it could be at a whole different level. So whatever the escalation is that shows up as really the picture that you and I have written on your vision statement, remember that whether you get exactly what you've written on your vision statement, it is wonderful if you get it, right? We love it. Yeah, made the goal, made the vision. And there's absolutely nothing in the universe that is really withholding it from us. But I'll tell you something, even more wonderful than that. Okay, here's the true gift. It's discovering a really who you are and how truly powerful you are. Um, one of my favorite sayings from my mentor is that you are truly more powerful than your circumstances, conditions, and situations. And when I first heard that, I didn't believe it. I was like, how is that even possible? But as I trusted the process, and I can remember when I completed my divorce and my, my kiddos, my adult kiddos chose not to chat with me for a couple of years, I held the vision that we were more powerful than this condition and circumstance. And then I got to see them in two years. It was phenomenal. So the process is really the product, okay? It's who you discover yourself to be in the process of bringing forth your dream. Your life in full expression how, is how I like to see it and say it. You learn to apply many of these faculties that you have, not only to you know the description, but then the delivery of that life you want, you know, that we're discovering, we're developing, and we're delivering our amazing essence. So here comes in these levels of awareness. This becoming that I've been sharing with you today, now that doesn't happen to you. If you're telling stories that things are happening to you, we're really giving our power away. But if we say that it's happening through us or as us, then really that's when we begin to transform things of that. So in essence, I want to say that if we look at this process as an amazing journey and that throwing lots of pots in the midst of reading your vision statement, feeling your vision, as soon as you find yourself thinking about a problem, you go, wait a minute. As soon as you feel like you're thinking about a condition you're in or you're coming from a level of fact of, of not enoughness, whatever it may be in any dimension of your expression, if we just say, wait a minute, just pause that. The facts are so and so and so. The facts are this. You know, I shared with you my 401k took a little bit of a hit. Maybe yours did too. But the truth is that you and I truly live in an abundant universe. So the truth is that the universe always plays with loaded dice. It wants to play full out with us. 
whatever temporary things that you're going through and you feel like you're missing, know that really that the infinite, the infinite energy is really holding for us just amazing abundance. If we will be willing to play full out and throw as many pots as we can. So coming up in this next and final segment of this awareness and abundance and helping you write a vision from abundance, I want to help us change a little bit more about our perspective and how do we do that? How do we basically take our five senses that are overloaded all the time with the level of fact and transform that? And I'm going to share a little story about how W.H. Murray and climbing Mount Everest and how he changed his perspective on that. So I'll be right back after this short break. We'll dive into how can we change our perspectives. Sherry Collins is an intuitive development life coach, psychic medium, and teacher of many modalities to help heal the body, mind, and soul. Her work mixes together a variety of different modalities to create something totally unique and powerful. If you are ready to heal the past traumas and wounds that keep you stuck, Sherry will teach you techniques that will allow you to live your best life. To learn more and book a session, visit sherry-collins.com. Are you wanting more for your life? Are you ready to create your life with confidence and contribution? We all have a gift to give to the world. Becoming you is that gift. In order to truly live your life, you have to become you on purpose and with intention. Leah Rowling supports you in becoming you using the B Method, consistently producing results for hundreds of entrepreneurs and business owners. For more information, visit leahrowling.com. A quick tip from Jason and Patricia at the Ecosystem Approach Show. This is a way to improve your long-term relationships. As you go through life with your partner, their hurts, resentments, and conflicts are energies that build up. Your relationship holds on to these energies, and the relationship feels dull, boring, and unattractive. The love you felt originally starts to break down. Do this. Say to yourself, I direct all my resources in all dimensions to eliminate. Name a hurt or resentment that you've had recently. Maybe it's something you're angry about. Take a breath and blow the hurt, anger, resentment into the processor shown behind us. Keep doing it. If you want to hear about this topic, go to our website, theecosystemapproach.org, and under the radio tab, search for Long-Term Marriage, How to Excel Over Time. Listen to all of our shows because we teach you how to apply energy techniques for everyday life in ways that are practical and useful. See you Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific or find us at theecosystemapproach.org. Not just talk conversation for profound self-awareness. Stick with us. Your best life awaits on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Welcome back, you extraordinary people. Welcome back, you extraordinary people. Gosh, I love this network. I have so much fun with the producer Jacob on the show. We're just cracking up on commercial break. But hey, it's about us. It's about you. And I want to share as we come in for a landing about perspective. This has been such a game changer. So let's just do a little bit of summary of this segment as we come in that while your paradigm tries to argue for the facts, okay, paradigm, limiting beliefs, your current state of thinking, whatever you want to call it, it's gonna it's gonna want to pull you back to your familiar where your all the cells of your body feel a lot more super comfortable um and it's going to want to focus on the level of fact but your vision is from the level of truth the level of abundance that all things are possible for you and you shape your consciousness your thinking your feeling you stabilize really a different frequency by staying in touch with your vision, reading it, writing it, imagining it, closing your eyes and feeling. It's not different than sports psychology, right? Where you're looking at these these amazing athletes visualizing that they're standing on the, you know, the gold medal platform. We get to do that for our lives as well as whether you're in, you know, Olympic level sports or not. 
It's like changing the, the channel of a television. You have to change the frequency you're tuned into, your thoughts and your feelings in order for the, really for the pictures on the screen of your mind to change. And again, the real gift is to not necessarily just to get your dream, your life in full expression, but it truly is who you become, who you become aware of that you are, that there is a unique you, there's only one of you, and we we need you. We need you to be living your life in full expression and making a difference. So with that, I wanna tell you a story about W.H. Murray and Mount Everest. And some of you will know him by the quote that he wrote, which is very famous, but more than that, you might know him because he was a companion to Hillary who climbed Mount Everest. And Sir Edmund Hillary had a couple of failures, maybe three, trying to climb Mount Everest. But whether you were really calling, he didn't call them failures. He never used that word, but they were more disappointments because they really had come a long way. But he did end up finding a route up Mount Everest by those three trials. So ultimately he would climb it. And he found in, you know, this amazing route up there. And Murray was one of his companions. Well, Murray grew up in Scotland, who had a love for the outdoors, and he was climbing mountains quite a bit until the outbreak of World War II. And then he was enlisted and sent to the Middle East and to North Africa. And then he was actually captured. And he spent three just horrific years as a prisoner of war in camps in Italy, Germany, and Czechoslovakia. Well, while he was there, he wrote and finished his book uh, uh, called Mountaineering in Scotland when he was in prison. And the first draft of the book was only, it was written on the only paper that was available to him, and it was rough toilet paper. So you do what you can with where you're at, with what you have, and that's what he did. But the Gestapo found out about it, and they destroyed it. And it was greatly disappointing to him, but his response, which was absolutely amazing to his fellow prisoners, was that he simply would start again. And he just started writing again, despite the risk of the loss. This is just amazing to me, because sometimes I let the mindset of the, the loss to even stop me from starting again. So despite that risk of loss, and despite the fact that his health was really quite poor, years of starvation, he went for it again. But he didn't know at this point that he would actually climb again. Then he actually got invited to climb Mount Everest. And after he got out, he regained, regained his strength and his health and he would not be, he would be not only invited, but he would actually go. And he wrote something interesting that he had learned about commitment. And I would just say this to you now, how committed are you to a life of full expression? How committed are you to live a life of abundance? You know, how committed are you? And if you ask on a scale from one to 10, one of the things that I do with my clients, how committed are you living a life of abundance and full expression? And it's not like I've, you know, like you're saying, oh, I've got abundance and then you're done. Okay, now that you've got that, okay, I'm good. I'm all in abundance. No, abundance is, um, an energy that is really about ever increasing. It's a clear expansion of life. It's exploring, it's elevating and expanding. We're going to be doing it as long as we take breath. It doesn't mean more and more stuff though, but it does mean more and more life and full expression. And so one of my favorite scriptures that I learned when I was studying the Bible years ago from Jesus, the Christ consciousness, when he said that you might have life and that you might have it abundantly. I was like, I'm all in. I love that. I learned that when I was a little girl. And so on a scale of one to 10, how committed are you? Now, if you said anything less than a 10, know that you will find a hundred ways not to do things that are required to bring about 
the state called abundance increasing in your life. You won't find time to write the paragraph for your vision, but you will find time to do a hundred other things. You won't find time to read your vision and feel with it for a few times a day, but you'll find time to do a hundred other things. Anything less than full commitment means that you will always be negotiating with yourself. So the paradigm will always have power. So again, this is not a right or wrong. It's your life, but it is your life, right? So the universe, infinite intelligence, this energy that is all around us is seeking us. And here's the deal. You know, you are wired to have abundance. You're wired to have freedom and you are wired for that freer, fuller, more expressive life. It's seeking us. It wants to give that to us. And as you, you know, we see anything less than a 10 means that you're going to be negotiating for other options. So W.H. Murray said this, I have found in this, that once you have definitely committed ourselves, we were already halfway done. Hear that? Once you have definitely committed yourself, you're already halfway done. He said that when he was talking about going to the top of Mount Everest, as long as he was thinking about it, planning for it, there was still this, uh, maybe I'm not going to do it. Maybe something will happen and I won't do it. Or whether a circumstance would control him or maybe he would still back out. He said then there came a moment when what was required was that he put money down. So he made a decision that was backed up with his commitment. He said once he had definitely committed ourselves, again, we're halfway out of the rut. We had put down passage money and he had booked a sailing to Bombay. He said that this may sound too simple, but it is great in consequence until one is committed there's hesitancy, the chance to draw back and always ineffectiveness concerning all acts of initiative and creation. There is one elementary truth, the ignorance of which kills countless ideas and thwarted plans. But you've got some thwarted plans written in your vision, right? So do I. I guess maybe because of human nature that not everybody listening maybe to this episode has taken time to write a 90-day vision or a six-month or a year or a five-year vision. And it doesn't have to be perfect to start with. Just start writing something that really delights you and gives you life that is part of you fully expressing yourself and say, I would love that life of full expression. And then keep it a work in progress. Keep changing it. Remember, it's organic. As you become aware, add to it, shift it, change it. And the moment one definitely commits oneself, then providence moves too. And just the example of this podcast alone is once I made that commitment, I put money down and I actually paid a year in advance on Transformation Talk Radio. I mean, I went all in. I'm like, I am showing up for an entire year every Monday I am doing this and Providence moved. It has shifted so much in me. So a whole stream of things issued from the decision, raising in one's favor, all the manner of unseen incidents, meetings, material substance, which no person could love dreamed come their way. There's been so many opportunities that have come to me since I've made this decision. So I want to leave you with what Murray says. I have learned a deep respect for from one of the greatest couplets. Whatever you can do or dream you can, begin it because boldness has genius and power and magic in it. This is real, not just beautiful words, although they are beautiful, but this is real. Go ahead and I encourage you guys throw some pots, get your hands dirty, get some writing down, 
The power is here. It is not just in thinking about it. So I'll leave you with this, that the power truly is in an action step and encourage you to really do that. Get your hands on a wheel, whatever it is, whatever that clay is that you are putting yourself in that. And I also want to offer up to you, I'll put in um, for the show the QR code that if you really want to put your hands on life and productivity mastery. I am starting a course in the second week of April and we're gonna take a six month journey process of throwing pots, putting our hands on that, and we're gonna work on transforming not only the paradigms, but we're gonna raise that frequency and that vibration for you to really come from a life in full expression. So again, thanks for joining me on Life in Full Expression. I truly love you guys, and I'm holding your dream and your Im image for you. Um, and I'll see you next Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And remember, keep asking yourself powerful questions because they're going to bring powerful answers. See you next week. Thanks for tuning in to Life in Full Expression with me, Beth Wolf. Tune in each Monday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Be your most elevated self and pursue a path of fulfillment, clarity, expansion, fun, and live in your best life. If you would like to discover the seven dimensions of your life blueprint of expression, to fully express yourself, reveal your heart's clarity for dynamic direction, and activate your unique capability, visit BethWolf.com. That's Beth, W-O-L-F-E.com. Views expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the views of the station, its management, or advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio.